Welcome to Benzinga Psychedelics Podcast. This interview episodes will feature some of the major companies, organizations, and individuals working toward making evidence-based psychedelic-assisted therapy available for those who would benefit from it. I'm Lara Goldstein, Benzinga's lead psychedelics writer. Today, introducing Zappi Sapolin, a known futurist, entrepreneur, and award-winning filmmaker considered one of the foremost experts in psychedelic therapies and companies. Zappi began his career on Wall Street and has been spotting massive trends for decades, including internet domain names, legal CBD and cannabis, and for the past years, the burgeoning psychedelic space. His work has been featured in Forbes, Vice, Good Morning America, People Magazine, and Business Insider, among others. And he is consistently present at all major psychedelic gatherings. Zappi is also a member of our Psychedelics Advisory Council and often provides strategic insight and expertise through articles, video updates, and opinion pieces. So Zappi, thank you for joining me and the Benzinga audience through today's talk. It's great to be here. This is such an exciting time for psychedelics, both for individuals and for investors and then for society in general, so it's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, we've previously talked about the expected 2024 trends for the space, and you yourself have served in different positions, ranging from advisor to companies like KedaMD, acquired by Braxia Scientific, chief visionary officer to psychoceutical bioscience, all the way to launching a guided psychedelic retreat experience in California for this January. So considering yeah. the different roles you've been through and currently are within the psychedelic space, uh, what can you tell us about its evolution since you first joined? Yeah, this has been an amazing organic journey, you know, and I think it was really accelerated by the pandemic. You know, if there, it was a silver lining on the pandemic. It's that people started to realize, oh, my God, I have to take my mental health pretty seriously right now. And so prior to the pandemic, the people that were showing up for psychedelics, you know, in general, knew about psychedelics, you know, wanted to have some consciousness expanding um, situation. But what we're seeing today after the pandemic, where pretty much everybody has some kind of PTSD from that experience. And then, you know, you add on, you know, the fact that, you know, Putin might get us into World War Three and the air is poison and all these things. It's like people are just frozen. People that never reported with any kind of mental health problems are showing up in droves to doctors and emergency rooms. And so in the beginning, like I said, these were, you know, uh, psychonauts and people that wanted to have these experiences. But now the people showing up are just saying, hey, I have PTSD, I have anxiety, I have to get rid of it whatever you have, I'm into it, let's do it. And I think that that's like a huge evolution for this industry, number one. Number two, you know, this is the best time ever for the psychedelic industry itself because there was a lot of fever a few years ago when uh, people realized that the category was gonna be a big one. I say at some point it's gonna be a trillion dollar industry because these psychedelics, have the chance to, you know, eliminate antidepressants, pain medications, uh, addiction therapies. It's a huge market. And so 
in the frenzy, just like in the dot-com frenzy that we went through in the early 2000s, a lot of the people who just jumped in trying to make money or, you know, take a stock public or something like that, uh, they've been flushed out. And um, what's left is really the cream of the crop as far as companies go. A number of them very recently have gotten, you know, high level financing. Some of these companies like Atai, Life Sciences have hundreds of millions of dollars. Cybin just raised money from Stephen Cohen, the billionaire. There have been some really big M&A activity acquisitions that have taken place recently. So for investors, this is the best time ever. If you can position yourself in the good psychedelic stocks, this is like buying the pharma companies in the 1920s or the biotech companies in the 1990s. You can make generational wealth just with a little bit of investment money now, put it away, and in the next few years, turn around and see that be, you know, a huge return that, like I said, could set your family up for generations. And so, you know, it's sort of like for the individual, for the investor, and then also for society where, you know, we have these, you know, suicide rates are, you know, alarming numbers, um, addiction out of control with fentanyl. Uh, all these really big problems. And you see that psychedelics could easily assist with people as it relates to mental health and addiction. So you're starting to see also, uh, I think what's exciting, Lara, is that, you know, MAPS is going to, you know, about to get uh, approval for MDMA. Compass Pathway is knocking on the door with their psilocybin. That's probably going to be one of the first uh, psychedelics to be commercialized. And you have all these you know, things happening like the government being open to psilocybin and some other things based on, you know, like I said, this disaster crisis that we're in with mental health and addiction. So it's all really just accelerating everything that we thought was going to happen and we knew was going to happen as an industry. But it's really feels like right now it's in an acceleration mode. And if people can get in now while all the biotech stocks are down, uh, this is when you want to buy these companies. So it's I think it's a great moment for society. And just before we go off the cliff, I think psychedelic medicine is going to save the day and, you know, take us off in another direction. Considering uh, considering ketamine has seen some major changes recently in regulations. How do how do you see uh, how do you see ketamine assisted therapy has evolved in the past couple of years, including you know innovations like different delivery methods, uh, different targeted conditions, therapeutic learning, telemedicine research, and of course regulations. Yeah, I mean ketamine is right now the most exciting psychedelic medicine because it's actually the only one that's legal. So ketamine is different than the others. It's it's on the schedule, but it's schedule three. And that means that it's med it has a medical benefit, but that the government is concerned about addiction. And so what, what that means is that a doctor can prescribe ketamine, which is different than, you know, psilocybin or MDMA at this point, they're really not available to the public. And what's exciting about ketamine is that it's really the one I think for Western society, because it's something that you can do with a doctor. It's very safe. It's been around for 70 years. You know, we know the profile of it. And so that's really driven the innovation that you were talking about, where other compounds, it's like you have to do these 
exercises or these uh, trials, you know, in different other countries or, um, you know, it's very difficult to get the material even to work with. But with ketamine, it's really available to be worked with. And so there are all kinds of new opportunities there, uh, as you mentioned, um, psychoceutical, a company I'm involved with, I'm an advisor to. We've got a topical cream that you rub on the back of your neck at the base of the hairline. And there's some free nerves right there under the skin. So it carries the ketamine direct to the brain without going through the whole systemic system, which means you don't have a psychedelic effect, but you do get this really amazing, relaxing feeling that lasts for hours. I think it could, again, maybe eliminate a lot of the antidepressants people are taking out there. And what's exciting is the ketamine metabolizes after you take the ketamine medically, it metabolizes in your brain, grows new neural pathways. That's a fact. And uh, what's exciting is it's out of your system within hours where traditional antidepressants and things, they build up in your system. You take them every day and they change your brain chemistry. And they have a lot of really you know, horrifying side effects that ketamine doesn't have. So this is really for Western society, a real breakthrough. Um, you know, there was recently uh, the news about Matthew Perry and the overdose that the actor had. Um, and I want to say, you know, for the record, you know, Matthew Perry in that circumstance, you know, tried to be his own doctor, which is not a good thing to do. This needs to be medically supervised. I think what came out of the reporting on that was great because it said, Ketamine is very effective for mental health conditions. However, you have to do it in a safe setting that's medically supervised. And in his case, you know, he decided he was going to take ketamine in a hot tub with nobody around. And as a, you know, kind of muscle relaxer, any kind of muscle relaxer like that, you could definitely drown if you're taking those kind of risks like he was as, a, as an addict. So what we have to get across, I think, in society is that Ketamine's here in a big way to help us, but it's to be done medically, not recreationally. Because when people do it recreationally, Lara, they're snorting the ketamine in nightclubs and things like that. They're snorting it. It goes into your nasal cavity and it hits your opiate receptors. So it can be addictive and it has a totally different uh, feeling to it and a, a lack of benefit that you get from the medical ketamine. So when you're given medical ketamine, it's either through a lozenge, an intramuscular shot, or in an IV. And those ways, again, you're not hitting the opiate receptor. It's very safe, very effective, and doesn't have those kind of addictive responses. So this is really big for Western society for us to triage all this, you know, anxiety, depression, suicide, addiction. And so it is exciting. I'm pioneering something that I've been working on, you know, since COVID started, which is the group ketamine sessions. Yeah, ket ketamine in a group is absolutely amazing. It, it even takes on another level of uh, effectiveness and, and group camaraderie uh, when you do it that way. And during the pandemic, I, I was doing it with uh, a group of people and we were doing it for Silicon Valley executive teams, mm -hmm. Wall Street groups, I did one this summer for a group of uh, over 20 Harvard Medical School, Yale Medical School doctors. Incredible experience. And um, 
we did, you know, we continue to do these for groups. <clears throat> and so that's a really powerful thing because when you go to a clinic and you get a ketamine treatment, you walk out and you're like feeling incredible and you're, you know, trying to, you know, just integrate that into your life. The people around you, your partner, your family, your coworkers, they may not really even understand what you're doing or how to talk to you about it. You may not know how to explain it to people. It's mm -hmm. a bit hard to explain. But when you do it with a group and you get that kind of feedback loop on that it is very positive, that you are having this, you know, incredible experience, uh, those people can become a really important part of your feedback loop. And um, so I think, you know, this is this is an incredible time. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm opening a place in the Malibu Hills. It's a 50 acre retreat center. We're calling it Camp Zappy. And that means basically we're, you know, me and my group, we're holding space for people to have these deep experiences of going inside, be in the right set and setting. And when I say set and setting, I mean, what's your mindset going into it? And who are you with and where are you? And so we've curated that. So we're on this beautiful, private, nature-driven, quiet campus, 50 acres, uh, in order to put you in the perfect setting. And then the people that you're with and guiding you and integrating your experience, these people are helping you get your mindset ready before during and after and i think that's what's really critical in psychedelics it's not you know just hey here's some psychedelics try it out test it right. out see what happens it's mm -hmm. really got to be done in the right set and setting with the right people but if you can find that which is becoming easier and easier these days mm -hmm. uh this could be the way out for you or a family member or somebody who's really struggling with mental health or addiction um, so that's really exciting that we actually have something that works. So how would you say that your role as a psychedelics concierge to A-list uh, athletes, public figures, celebrities has helped you, has informed you uh, into the psychedelics uh, healing potential uh, and even informed the retreat that you're currently um, offering, you know, the protocol, the design, proposal yeah that's a that's a great question you know in the development of this protocol what we realized was that if we could make the ketamine experience itself really special and have all those uh attributes around it for the preparation and the integration that the only thing that would make that better would be to have a bunch of consciousness expanding uh things for you to do in the hours before and after to get the most out of your experience. So at the retreat that we're having this weekend, January 27th, 28th, uh, we're going to have 20 people. We're doing a group ketamine intramuscular shot. Uh, our doctor is a Harvard trained anesthesiologist, and he's going to go around, give everybody the intramuscular shot so that everybody's totally legal, totally safe, being watched by doctors. And what we've curated around that is an entire 24 hours of hiking. We've got Qigong, Kundalini yoga, singing bowls with acupuncture, all these things to get you into the perfect state so that when you 
lay down to have your ketamine experience, which is about a 45 minute experience where you, you know, transcend your normal human filters. You find yourself in present moment awareness with all the chatter in your head just gone. And in that experience, you can do quite a bit of healing and uh, quite a bit of uh, development on yourself. And then, you know, we're looking, yeah, we're looking for people who can, you know, spread the message. So we are excited that we've got some, you know, reality TV folks and some, what you would call influencers, people who have strong networks in the psychedelic space. Cause we know if they have this incredible 24 hour transformation experience, and I say to people, assume that when you come on Saturday in whatever situation you're in, when you leave on Sunday, you are going to be completely rebooted, rejuvenated. And um, that's without psychedelics, that would be very difficult. That could take six months, a year, 10 years of therapy. But to do that in 24 hours in the right set and setting, that's really the magic of psychedelics. You know, how do you see the space moving forward uh, this year and uh, onwards in the U.S. and globally as well? Yeah, this is a very exciting year, 2024. You know, the Health and Human Services asked the DEA to uh, be ready for psilocybin and MDMA to be legal soon. Of course, the big, you know, uh, news coming out of MAPS that they're getting ready to get their approval for MDMA and be able to help all these veterans and people who are really struggling Um, this is when it goes mainstream. And I think that the commercialization of Compass Pathways first, you know, psychedelic compound to come out, that's going to be a watershed moment where the institutional investors who've been sitting on the sidelines with a lot of money uh, are going to jump into this space. And I think what you've seen is that the biotech industry itself, you know, a lot of those stocks are down 90%. So, the psychedelic stocks, many of them are down even more because people just figure, oh, well, biotech's down, psychedelics are even further into the future because most of them aren't legal. So this is going to take a while. You know, I'm selling the stock, I'll buy it later. And so they're very depressed right now. And I think you're going to see some of those stocks really run up and be reflective of the kind of biotech companies they're going to, you're going to see, you know, major pharma companies and biotech companies come out of the small group of very high quality companies that exist today that are well-funded. And so that I think is really big. And then I think, you know, you've got opportunities with the election cycle where some of the people you've already seen are starting to put their, you know, their campaign behind legalization of psychedelics for mental health and addiction. Listen to, you know, Robin Carhart Harris from University of California, San Francisco, Max, Johns Hopkins, these people have strong research and knowledge. Stanford University just did a, you know, 30 veteran study with Ibogaine, which showed incredible benefit to, you know, everybody in the study. And so I think this is all, you know, kind of leading to the fact that, you know, this is coming out in society, regardless of what the government does or doesn't do, or industry does or doesn't do, you know, the mothers across the United States are microdosing psilocybin, which is eventually probably going to replace antidepressants. And those mothers are passing these out to their friends and their PTA groups at school. And it's really spreading. And of course, the women in 
our society to make all of the health decisions for the themselves, the husbands, their children. Um, so, you know, to have them be getting the benefit and experience of microdosing, you know, across the entire Midwest is as important as what any industry is doing. And these psychedelics will come out. It's just, you know, if you're hearing this now, you're very early. You're in the first inning of this ball game, and you deserve to make money from this mega trend. And I think if you buy good quality companies with, you know, the money to do the research, put them away, you're going to realize that you own some incredible companies that can create generational wealth for you. And I think, you know, you're talking about a trillion dollar industry that's just beginning. And Anytime somebody got into one of those, whether it was the automobile or the internet or cryptocurrency or AI, these trillion dollar categories, that's how you make generational wealth. Fantastic. Thank you, Zappi, for today's insights. Ladies and gentlemen, this was Zappi Zappelin at our Benzinga Psychedelics podcast. Thank you for listening. See you again soon. 